Hey guys, welcome to another wonderful episode of Blabs with Gabs. So I'm trying to do something different and I'm recording on a Thursday instead of Wednesday. So let's see how this works. See if it gets like right into the the, the podcast world and it gets submitted when it should. So go ahead and grab your beer, grab your michelada, your cocktail, your cafecito, maybe some wine because we need it. Or just in plain old water and let's get to blabbing. <laughs> all right, let's get right into it. So today is going to be a little bit short. I am all kinds of messed up. Um, this The fires and the weather really got me good. Um, I have asthma, so does my daughter. And uh, I swear, like, we, I, like, grow, I think now that I'm older, like, anything triggers my asthma times 100 so like the smoke and everything like literally has my throat so dry my nostrils are not are dry why did I say nostrils why do I have to be extra or can I just say nose well (laughs) my nose is dry my eyes like oh and then you know you're sleeping with the fan and you go from hot and cold so I swear it's not the Rona because I know people are gonna be like oh she got the Rona Calm your tits, girls. Calm your tits. It's not that. It's just, you know, the change of weather, the fires, it gets us all fucked up. And um, that's just that's just how it is. I'm, I'm asthmatic. Asthmatic. <laughs> um, so I sound very like my throat is rough and it feels rough. And I sound rough. I sound like I'm going through a transition <laughs> so I'm trying I'm gonna keep it short try not to talk too much because the more I talk the worse it gets I feel so yeah so I swear last week and this week have been I don't know Mercury retrograde is over right because it's still fucking with me <laughs> it still got me in a funk um uh last week was rough with work and work still is rough now but um we had an unfortunate time of events um someone close to us to me and my family um she lost her mom on the 8th which was i believe on tuesday and um it's hard and it hit us all very hard because we all grew up with her and by all i mean um i should like explain by all of us i mean my family my immediate family like mom dad sister of course that's her best friend and and you know just all of us it it hit us my husband because we all known my friend Val for a very long time and her mom I mean that lady was a second mom to everybody if you were from Saybrook Park there's a park in my neighborhood it's called Saybrook Park and everybody was always there you know like sports and program after school programs like we practically lived there my mom would have to literally drag us out you don't know how many times people made fun of us because my mom would come and you know (laughs) you know like all crazy hispanic mom and (laughs) she she yeah she did a couple numbers on us over there and um her mom too like she'd be like hey your mom's looking for you girls (laughs) You, you better get going you know and she always looked out for all of us you know, looked out for my brother and and my sister. Um, I used to hang out with them a lot growing up, and then of course I got older because I'm a little bit older with that than them. Um, I found my own little group, and I just went into like a slight destructo mode. Just it was like a couple of months or years, <laughs> and you know I stirred away from that group. And you know my sister, because that's her best friend, so she was always with her and um, 
to hear that of her passing of course it it hit us all and we're all sad and and we knew how much she was loved and how much of a fighter she's always been so our hearts and our thoughts are with you and Val and your family and uh, we love you guys and you know we're here for you so also um as you might have seen I posted my story as well as a post on my Instagram we, they have a GoFundMe page so I, I would greatly appreciate it if you guys just give even if it's a dollar two three four five whatever it is I mean funerals are super expensive and you know sometimes especially these times we're all not in the best of times to have that extra money or whatever it is so if you guys have extra money if you guys can help donate or just spread the word so they can give her the very much well deserved goodbye that she deserves we would greatly appreciate it i'll go ahead and post it again and again appreciate it and um may you rest in peace marie all right guys like when stuff like this happens it just makes you think and appreciate things a little bit more even though it shouldn't i hate that it does but like you take things for granted and you forget to check in on the people that you love or you know you get so wrapped up in your own world in your own life and drama whatever it is that you forget that other people go through stuff and you forget to even if it's a simple question like hey how are you doing hey how's your mom's how's your pops you know like how's your little brother or little sister whatever it is or you know maybe two weeks ago someone told you about how like you know that El esposo de la tía y la novia, and I don't know who, was sick from a cataro, and you never, like, checked up on them, and then they pass away, and you're like, what the heck? So, I mean, I've been trying to do this myself, not just check in on people when things are bad, is to constantly check on them. Um, I'm trying to get better because I'm the type that if you check in, I'm going to check in on you. Uh, for a while, I was very, like, I check in on people no matter what, whether they look for me, not look for me, talk to me, not talk to me, whether I get it back or not, you know, I'm there. And then things happen. I realize things that I started backing away from a lot of people. And if I'm not checking up on you, it's because I'm not getting the same in return. And, I'm, you know, I was doing the I'm not going to waste my time if they're not caring. So I've been doing that. <laughs> and now I'm just like, maybe I shouldn't um, just like you, you give what you get, right? So I'm trying not to really be that, that kind of person. Cause in a way, like we should be that way. Like just how you treat me, I'm going to treat you. But sometimes we just have to be the better person, the bigger person, I guess, and not be like that. So I'm trying to check in on my peoples, um, or just, you know, give them a little like, Hey, how are you? Cool. Okay, cool. Bye. You know, um, all the time. And appreciate the people around me more than what I do. Because sometimes we all take people for granted. I don't care what you say, you do. Everyone takes people for granted. Everyone takes life for granted. Everyone takes the smallest things for granted. And sometimes it takes something like this to happen for you to be like, damn, I should have snapped out of it. Like, what the hell am I doing? So I'm just trying to like figure out what it is that I want to do and how I want to go about things and um it's hard to find that middle ground you know like like do I check in on you 
even though you don't check in on me or like this has been bothering me for a while when like, you know, you don't talk to people as often as you do or whatever. And then you talk to them, you text them, message them, whatever. And then it's kind of like a one to reply and you're like trying to carry a conversation. But then you notice that they're not sending back the same vibe. So you're like, all right, peace out. I tried. And then I'm like, all right, I'm not trying no more. And I don't know if that's a bad thing or a good thing. Like, do I keep showing up for these people? Do I keep, you know, making that effort? But how long do I keep making that effort before I'm just like, peace out? You know, so that's, I don't know, that's weird. I don't know. Like, I don't know if I should just be like, the way you are with me, I'm going to be with you. Or I'm only doing one, two, three tries and strike, you're out. I'm not trying no more. Like, it's so hard. I don't know. What do you guys think? Like, do you keep trying for those people or do you back away? Because lately I've been on a, I'm going to try one time and that's it. And we're done. No more. You're out. Cut. Quítate. Sácate. Que se vaya el desgraciado o la desgraciada. <laughs> you know? So I don't know. Give me your thoughts on all that madness. Um... Another thing I want to touch on is a documentary that I watched on HBO. Guys, I know I said Lifetime gets the best stupid, raunchy movies, but HBO has the best documentaries. I'm watching one. It's called The Thou. And I don't know if you guys ever heard of Nixon. I don't even know what it is, to be honest. But this guy who... um made that company or started that company was building like a little... Cult. So I don't know if you guys ever watched Smallville. My sister was obsessed with that show. So I watched it. I know it because she watched it and we shared a room. And um, the one blonde girl, she came out on the news actually a couple of times. I think it was too like the whole uh, Jeffrey and Epstein thing was coming out. That was coming out too. So what they were doing is they're saying they were... Um, getting girls to join their little cult or their organization, whatever it was. And they were like using, it was like a sex cult. So they were using them for sex and um, they're only on the third episode. So if you guys want to like start watching it this weekend, you totally can. It's like a 45, 50 minute every episode. And what happened was, is that there's a main guy and he believes that people should go about their lives a certain way kind of like Scientology but not really and you know they're like you know life should be this way and you shouldn't believe that and you should live life to the fullest and blah 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 you know they do that so within that organization the girls started building a little team of just women right um so right now it's between like the guy Keith was part of building that group and then now it's like to where no Keith didn't know about that group of women it was just a like he knew about the group but he didn't know what they were doing with it so what they were doing is like um creating like masters and slaves so let's say like me and this other girl are the masters and we have our little slaves like a group of slaves and we would gather them according to some of the girls that are coming out some of the people coming out is that they were using them to for sex for keith who's the main guy and the girls in the little cold they were like no no that's not what we're doing but what they would do is that they would ask these girls to join right like i asked 
someone to join let's call her margarita i i asked margarita to join and then i'm like you know it's like we worship this we do that we do this but in order for you you have to be my slave whatever i tell you to do you have to do and in order to join and for me to know that you're going to keep your word and not tell anybody because this is top secret i need collateral collateral I need that, right? <laughs> so now I can't say it. I could say it earlier when I was talking about it, but now I can't say it. Anyways, so I need that. Uh, in order to do that, you have to tell me one of your deepest secret, a family secret. You have to give me the deed to your home. You have to, um, a naked picture. And this girl was like, you know, I didn't have no deep secrets. I didn't have no nothing. So she was like, oh, you know, this girl's telling what she did and she's like so her master was like uh make up something like just just for fun of it just make up something that i can record in half that's my proof of of the your first proof saying that you're going to be part of this group and you won't tell nobody so she's like oh my husband beats up my kid he's abusive this and this and that blah blah, blah. okay so then every week you have to give a collateral <laughs> oh, I guess I every week they have to give something so she was like the second week was like all right well how about I take a naked picture of you so she took a naked picture of her in this moment she's going week by week but she still hasn't met everybody because she still has to prove herself so she finally like gets initiated she proves herself they make her get naked they blindfold her they put her in a room so she can meet everybody else so she and her and everybody else is naked. They take everyone's blindfold and they're like, oh, you're in this group. Oh, you join. And that girl from Smallville, not the main character. She was a little blonde one. She was like the best friend of the Clark Kent guy. And um, he was so cute. <laughs> I was like, oh, I dicks me some white boy. <laughs> right? Oh, he was so cute. He was. My sister was obsessed. Um. So anyways, so she's in it and then everyone's realizing who's in the group, blah, blah, blah. So that's like what's happening in the third episode. The third episode now, that girl that's telling her story and then they get branded. Not like a tattoo branded or like, like, you know how the horses or the cows, you stick that hot thing and you stamp them like that. So then they this girl like um I guess somebody else was already like analyzing things and things were not making sense so they started questioning they talked to that girl and the girl's like oh my god she's like I got branded like once he starts saying all these things she's like oh my god I did this and this and that I did this and this and that and this man the one that started kind of almost everything he recorded everything because that Keith guy wanted to record everything that was going on because they were making a documentary or some sort of things about the organization they were in which is the nexum and esp right anyway so she's talking and she's like are you recording this she's like i'm gonna tell you about the cult of girls but don't record it so he's telling us what he talked to her behind closed doors and whatnot and then um she was saying she gets branded and when she's looking at how what she got branded it was the initials of supposedly that girl i think i think it's that girl from smallville which is a m like if it's standing the a and then the m and then but if you look at it on the side it's the initials of the guy keith something so she has a k it looks like it's a a m and a k m i was just like oh homie 
you are a slave. So then she gets promoted to become a master. So she has to like get slaves and it's just freaking crazy. And I'm like, I don't know why I didn't find out about this. I mean, I remember hearing it on on TV about it, but I never, I don't know why I didn't pay attention. And I'm usually like obsessed with those kind of stuff. But I wish I would have known about this documentary a little bit later because I'm the type that I like to watch things like all that once. I'm weird. I like to binge. I'm a binger. I'm probably a food binger too because <laughs> I haven't been able to uh, lose weight like I used to. Anyways, so getting off rails. So that's it. And I was just like, oh my God, it's getting really good. And um, I'm just waiting for the fourth episode to come out. <sighs> I hope it comes out this week. But you guys, if you guys have HBO and you guys need something to watch this weekend because you don't want to be going out there because the fires are out there, watch that. There's also this uh, documentary that I want to watch. You guys should totally watch it. I actually saw this case on um, Court TV. And yes, I watch Court TV. Don't judge me. I love Court TV. Like, I'll sit there and I swear one thing I love about my husband is not his good looks. <laughs> his good looks. It's that whatever I put on TV, he'll watch it. Like, sometimes I get the what the fuck are you watching now but he'll start watching it like he'll watch it from beginning to end like he's my ride or die like documentary movie show watcher like i've made that man watch the office a good four times from beginning to end because i love the office i've made him watch new girl from beginning to end three times maybe two or three times I love that show again, too. And those two shows I can watch all the time. I've also made him watch The Vampire Diaries twice from beginning to end. He might and might not pay attention to the, all the episodes, but he'll sit there and he'll watch it with me while he's in his own world. And he'll, like, glance. But he act like he don't know about things, but he does. Because sometimes I'll be like, oh, I didn't see. What did he do? And he'll be like, oh, this happened. And I'm like, no, que no. <laughs> so he's my ride or die show tv watcher um what other i also made him watch the originals at first i was like eh but then i really got into it vampire diaries the office and new girl those that's my thing like i think my my dark stupid humor comes from those two shows they're the best like honestly i crack up every time i don't care how many times i watched episodes and seasons i still crack up like it's the first time but anyways going back this weekend since i'm planning not to really go anywhere i'm planning um even though i still don't go anywhere i want to watch a show called the outgrow so i heard about this case on core tv and it was about this young man that um he was a star football player. I forgot where this happened. He's a star football player. I don't know what happened or what caused for him to move in with a friend. While he's living at his friend's house, the friend's mom owned a daycare. And he got accused of molesting a child. And it's crazy because everybody's like, you know, you hear that. And of course, you're like, take him to jail, like crucify him, hang him off with his head type of thing turns out it wasn't him it he was falsely mistaken or he was falsely accused and it turned out that i think it was the friend and the friend and him look a lot alike that the little boy got it confused and you know like it 
so I just like caught a glimpse of all of that. So I guess there's like a three or five part episode on on that. On I think it's Netflix. I'm not too sure, but I think I saw it on on Hulu. Like when I was reading, like I looked into the case a little bit. Um, there's a a documentary on Hulu, and I think that's where I'm gonna watch it because I don't think I ever saw it on Netflix. But whatever it's on, I'm for sure gonna watch it, and I'll talk about it next week because that's just crazy. Like, like this is my thing. Like you always listen to kids always. But I think sometimes you need to like question the kids, not in a confronting way where you scare them and then you they think that you don't believe them because sometimes some sometimes sometimes things happen to kids and they're afraid to talk because they think we won't believe them. And we have to believe them unless otherwise shown. So if your kids go to you, believe them right off the bat make sure they know that you believe them and you will help them get through it then you can sit down and depending the age of the child you can you know you more or less know what questions to ask how to ask it to because it could also be it could also be that they misinterpreted things you know like maybe so and so tried to do this and then it felt like that because you freeze you get scared because of everything you hear so you know and it it could be it could be something that they thought they saw, but it wasn't it. And now we're accusing and ruining someone's life because essentially that's what happened with this kid. He was a star football player, had a bright future ahead of him. He got accused. He got sent to, he spent time in jail. He got sent to jail. And guess what? His life is now was ruined at the time. His life and his personality, his personality, his character was tainted. And it turned out it was never him. It was somebody else. So, you know, it's just like things to think about and like just really like educate yourselves. And I think as parents, we should we should I think every parent should learn at some point in their lives how to talk to their kids about certain situations, whether it be molestation, um, physical abuse, death. I think death is a very big thing because if we hide things from our kids, when it's time for them to know, they're not going to know how to react because we never prepared them. Even when big things happen to us, um, we need to be upfront with our kids, never hide stuff from them because one day, because you're not ready to tell them the truth about things, they're going to find out from somebody else and you don't know how they're going to take it. You don't know how they're going to take it as the situation is and being hidden from from them from you so I think I'm very big on that I always I tell my daughter I'm very upfront with my daughter maybe a little too upfront but I always tell her things how they are and I always say it's better that she hears it from me and understands it from me than she hears it from somebody else and maybe hears it wrong you know like I would hate for my daughter to find something out about me that I been scared or worried to tell her and then when she finds out about it, she's going to be like, why would my mom lie to me? Or why wouldn't she tell me this? Like, why would I have to find out from somebody else? And trust me, uh, with my family, I'm, I'm going to be shady. right? I'm going to be real shady right now. <laughs> FYI, my family, they're very good. Like, they're mindful. My husband's family, they give no fucks. <laughs> so if you don't, you aren't upfront to your children or child, 
they will find out from them. And that's my biggest fear with them. Like of my daughter finding out something that I possibly hid because I wasn't ready to talk to her or I didn't know how to talk to her. And then them tell her like a whole different way. So that scares me a little. That's always been a big fear, which is why I'm so upfront with my daughter. Like, honestly, like you ask her something, she'd be like, oh yeah, my mom told me. I mean, I even tell her about other stupid things that I probably shouldn't, but that's just the kind of relationship me and her have where I can be very upfront and open with her. And I get the, ew, mom, oh my God, mom, but like she gets it and, you know, and I've talked to her and I'm like, do you appreciate that? Or is this something that you rather not know? Of course, I know what to tell her, what not to tell her, but I think with kids, we need to be very upfront again about any situation, anything, and um, especially like with death, because death is literally like a part of life, even though we don't, we don't, um, we don't know how to approach it ourselves, but it happens whether it's something that we've seen it coming or it's a sudden thing, we need to be upfront with them because um, with my daughter, I know my husband's grandma passed away. She took it really hard as all my nieces and nephews did. But, you know, I can only speak on my child because that's what I see. Like, she really suffered from it. And at first it was kind of like, don't don't tell the kids, don't tell the kids. But I was like, no, this is something I can't hide from her. I, it's something I need to prepare her for mentally, you know. So it's stuff like that that I think, even if it's a death, like, an animal like a family animal like you know like a dog that you, you had for years and then they're like you know your kid is only five six seven years old and then it's the first time they hear about death it's like something you prepare them for even if it's just that you know not that an animal is not a big deal but you know you have to prepare them for stuff like that because um again it prepares them for more tragedy that's to come uh, especially when your parents are sick or you're sick or you have an illness that might not be curable or might be curable, but it's going to be make you sick for a little bit. I think it's something that we don't hide, hide it from our kids. You know, you know, the age where you need to be more upfront about things, you know, like if you feel like your kid is only seven years old and they're not ready to handle it, well, you, you wait till, to an appropriate age. Um, I think seven, maybe might be a little too little but I still think they can comprehend a lot of things kids are smarter than what you think and even if you think they're not hearing they're listening so so yeah so I think I went off topic but um I'm gonna watch that documentary and I will definitely let you know how it is if you guys don't are not into that or you don't care but I'm still gonna update you next week <laughs> so that's that's that um, what else did I want to talk about? Ooh, yes, before I leave. Halloween. <laughs> They're not going to cancel Halloween because I said so. <laughs> you know, okay. Okay, I don't agree with it being canceled. I read this post that my friend posted, and I totally agree. Like, candies are wrapped. Kids wear masks. Kids wear gloves, potentially. Um what else um you're not always like less than six feet apart like you're always no more you're always six feet apart ish unless you're with the little group um the candies like it i mean hello we all clean stuff 
before we eat it when every it's like a freaking rule number one rule when you go trick-or-treating right so i i like don't think it should be canceled um i think that we there's maybe like we could put things in bags you know like us that wanna are like to give out candy like who cares take the extra step go to go to the 99 get you a little snack bags there's like a hundred of them for a dollar get you two, put candies, wrap them up, and let everyone pick, you know, like, why can't we do that, it's not that bad, like, we cannot cancel Halloween, I don't care what anybody says, Christmas, Thanksgiving, everybody stick to your homes, I'm okay with that, no big deal, you know, like, you're you're a party of less than 10 of people, like, all immediate family, like, do your own thing, that I'm okay with, but not Halloween, you can't take that away from me, you already took a lot, you took a lot from me, you can't take this, so I don't agree with that, I think, like, Halloween is safe-ish, trunk or treat, that I do agree, like, it's, people get together a little bit more, and that's okay, unless you, people can figure out a way to do a trunk or treat, like, from far away, or where not a lot of people are together, but other than that, like, we should be fine. And now that I think about it, Trunk or Treat, we can organize it where it's, like, groups, like, group, one group by a group, you know? Like, okay, you're a group of five, you go. You're a group of four, you go. Like, it might take a little bit longer than usual, but I think it can happen. Um, It could be manageable. I mean, of course, we got stupid people that are not going to listen. No, we got, yeah, we got stupid people that won't listen and but we can it's manageable i think we can do it so those are my thoughts and that's what i'm a blab about because i love halloween and i don't care what anybody says you ain't taking that away from me (laughs) so guys we reached the end i said uh, this one was going to be short because i could feel my throat (laughs) and um it keeps getting dry and I just need to end it. <laughs> so you know what, though? You guys are horrible listeners. Bad people, bad. Um, and I'm a horrible podcaster because I didn't do my small business or page because I'm adding the page to it or YouTube page of the week. I didn't do that last week and no one called me out on it. <laughs> so... Um, I'm going to do a little bit something uh, out of the norm just because um, I did talk about it already. But I'm going to do a little shout out to my good friend, Yanni Easy. As you saw in my post this week, her YouTube page is Yanni Rocks Your World. So head over to YouTube. Go to the search bar. You're in the search bar. Okay, now click now right. Yanni Rocks Your World. It will pop up. And if you don't remember how it looks, I will post it in my Instagram check her out guys she's funny she's she's a cute little girl no she's not a cute little girl she's a cute woman um she's very fashionable so she's going to be talking about fashion and she's going to give you guys ideas this girl i swear she was like one of the best dressed in our office and she was always cute always cute and she knows she knows where to go get the deals she knows where to like get the all the coupons or whatever like she knows her stuff so go ahead check her out her latest video is fanny packs she loves herself some fanny packs i'm a fanny pack lover and i suggested she do fanny packs and outfits so you easy i'm waiting on that waiting i need ideas <laughs> um 
She's very funny. She's such a beautiful soul, beautiful personality, just a beautiful person all around. And you guys would really, really like to see some, some of that. And she's very positive. So Lord Jesus knows we need, we need a whole lot of positivity out right now. So check her out. And then she has a video of her and her boyfriend, see who knows each other. And it's like pretty funny. It had me like giggling and stuff. So again, go to YouTube search yanni rocks your world subscribe give her some thumbs up on her videos and follow her shout her out give her some love and tell them gabby sent you tell them gab sent you <laughs> all right so we reached the end that's it for this week um i forgot to post my stuff but it's okay guys we're we're gonna go back on track and stay safe love your loved ones hug them kiss them Send them a little goodbye and hello. Oh, hello and goodbyes. How you doing? And just don't forget just to be nice to one another because we have way too many problems out there too. just be mean to each other. So with that being said, it's time to go. Bye.